0: welcome to the andrea k show she's blonde five foot two and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress here she is andrea k
1: well 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 good evening Woo! it's friday night it's not just friday night it's not just any friday there was a couple people, including my, I think my man here in the studio said, I think a verdict is going to come down Friday. It's a great day to do a bad news dump in this case, bad news for the left. And I'm a little choked up going live because I started to think about playing the audio for y'all in case you didn't hear it, what happened in the courtroom today. But you have to actually see it to really get what was at stake in this trial for this young man. And And if you watched it, I'm still brought to tears by it. One of the things I want to point out, To uh, LeBron James, Joy Reid, Joy Behar, and all the rest that mocked him for his breakdown on the stand. If you watch this today, let me remind you, I think I'm the only person who has mentioned it today, that if you saw him break down today when he found out that justice was served and he was acquitted on all, all counts, he was exactly the same as when he broke down on the stand. It was never an act. Glad to have you guys here with me tonight. 888-344-1170. It is Friday, so we're still going to have Bob Walters here. We can't do the whole show on Rittenhouse. Although I I could, because I got so much to say. And the reason why I got much to say is because this is not over just because it's over for Kyle Rittenhouse. In fact, it may not even be over for Kyle Rittenhouse. Got some breaking news there as well. Uh, and on that note, I got oh, we're streaming live, by the way, on uh the Answer San Diego Facebook page. Sorry for you listeners out there. We didn't get it up last night. Last night was a great show, by the way. If you missed it with Steve Hilton from Next Revolution, uh, which is on Fox, uh feel free, uh find it on the podcast, which is at the answersandiego.com. All right, my man, gotta bring you in here, my buddy DJ Taterskins.
2: Yeah, it's nice to see something happen in the courtroom that actually, you know, turns out like it's supposed to.
1: Yeah, I had um, today when I heard that a verdict was, was in, I said, I hope that I'm wrong. I hope this is the first time that I'm going to be wrong in my analysis. And my analysis was this morning that I felt like, given the fact that they had deliberated for 25 hours, given the fact of the jury intimidation, given the fact of the big tech, mainstream media, the U.S. government... The climate in this country, the weaponized courts, the judge that I thought was a buffoon that I really thought some of the questioning, the evidence that they asked for, that I really expected them to do what seems to happen a lot of times, which is to split the baby, try to appease people. And I thought they might go to a lesser charge on Rosenbaum. The other two was just absolutely a lock. The question for me was on Rosenbaum. my I was asked earlier if my um, faith in the system has been restored. My faith in juries was rehabilitated by faith in the system was not. And let me explain, and I'm going to get your take on this in a minute, uh, Skins, that we had and have still employed an, an assistant district attorney who engaged in such prosecutorial misconduct that he should be in cuffs right now. Leads me to not, as long as he's still employed, why would I have any faith in the system? These charges should have never been brought in the first place. He should have never been charged with intentional murder. They had the evidence and the proof. They knew he was innocent. In fact, what the prosecutorial misconduct involved was withholding evidence from the defense, including videos that exonerated him. They knew that the brothers from the car dealership that they put on the stand were lying. The assistant district attorney supported perjury. That's a crime. They they entered and introduced, with the judge's assistance, altered evidence, tampered evidence in the 11th hour to railroad this young man. So, no, I don't feel good about the system today. And, in fact, Julie Kelly, who's been on the show before, everybody was all celebratory, including myself. And then she reminded us of this. By the way... Um, th- this young man getting not guilty today. Think about what he's been through. It doesn't mean that the da- that the damage has somehow been undone.
2: Can you imagine the persecution that guy's going to go through?
1: Well, yeah. He's continuing all day because the courts have been weaponized and the plan is to continue to weaponize the courts against us. We have people including not just MSNBC and CNN and others. No, we've actually got a former Republican governor of the state of Florida uh, sh- uh, saying that justice wasn't served today and continuing to push out lies because this is what the left does, right? Half of this country, well, l- before I, before I get into that, a not guilty verdict does not uh, does not undo the damage that was done, not just to Kyle Rittenhouse, but also to this country, with the lies that were pushed out. Half case in point is is uh, Brett Kavanaugh. Half the country still thinks that he that he was involved in gang rape of young women. Once these false narratives gets into the minds uh, of America, it's tough to get out. It, well, you almost can't get it out. I mean, you look at you look at COVID. You look at the, there's we still got people walking around with masks on, right? We still got people believing Fauci. We still got people, uh, thinking that these these shots are actually vaccines and protect you from something. I mean, it, it you know, it's hard. It's easier to con people than to convince them that they've been conned, right? And so, so, and and the idea of using, so as long as that district attorney is still in his job, no, I don't feel, feel good uh, uh, about our system. In fact, I was a little squeamish. I felt like uh, Richards, uh, the defense attorney Richards was um, exonerated today. I failed to mention in last night's show when I was talking about the Barnes Law people coming for me with these jury selection people um, acting as though they had some inside scoop into the minds of these jurors and Rittenhouse was going down and it was a bunch of baloney. What I failed to mention was they had been fired by Richards. Okay, so that's why they were injecting themselves into the story and pretending they had all this inside information and going after Richards. Um, He actually, uh, you know, he clearly is one of the winners here. And he stated today that the district attorney clearly was operating. He's known Binger for a long time and that the district attorney was clearly operating with the cause. I don't think Richards went far enough today in speaking the truth and that's because they're all part of the system right you know they they you know it's there you know the in the legal community um prosecutors defense attorneys uh in criminal and the criminal courts as well as civil courts they all know each other and it's it's almost like dc right where democrats and republicans they might talk ugly about each other on the floor in a, 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 on a house vote and then they all go to the old ebbet and have a cocktail together i don't think he went far enough today to call out binger And for what and and what was done to this young man and what the left continues to do. Right. Because Nadler, Jerry Nadler, has called for the Department of Justice to bring to investigate and bring federal charges against Rittenhouse. And Lawrence Tribe, a once respected attorney who should be disbarred after pushing out today and saying that's a good idea because we can't have vigilantes and who are white supremacist running around the streets gunning innocent people down he should be disbarred for that tweet alone for propagating a lie based upon the evidence even msnbc today and cnn today were saying the facts weren't there the quote the facts were bad and and fa- and, and their their argument today was and, and listen to what they were saying Skins, you're you're you may believe this you may not what i found absolutely astounding was Everybody acknowledged today on the left that the facts were bad. And instead of um, going, well, you know, the prosecutor just didn't have a case here, i.e. he's innocent. And the fact that the facts were bad, i.e. that there was not a case to be brought and he shouldn't have brought the case, they're lamenting the fact that... As one person said on MSNBC, well, you know, kind of, you know, the prosecutor did the best he could with the facts he had. He put the facts into court and he tried to improve them in the middle of the trial.
2: No, if the facts aren't there, you dump the case.
1: You don't bring charges if the facts aren't there. This was uh, all the MSNBC and CNN confirmed today. At first, it was fun to watch it. And then it's like, oh, you know what? We need to enjoy this moment for Kyle Rittenhouse. Then we need to remember that a war is happening here. We might have won a skirmish in a battle today, but we got to understand that we got a war going on here and we better make sure that our elected officials as well as ourselves are active in it. If you are an attorney and you're a conservative, I beg of you to run for district attorney. okay. Or maybe or maybe you're an attorney or you're in law school right now. Become a defense attorney, right? Start pushing back. Run for office, right? We've got to get engaged because let me tell you, the left, when they're complaining today that the problem with our justice system is that the prosecutions have the burden of proof, these people, this was about not just about putting America on trial, but our Constitution on trial. This is about the ability that they want to have to decide how they want to use the courts to persecute and lock up anybody with whom they disagree.
2: And they are going right back to the drawing board to make sure that when this happens next time that they come out on top.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And they intend to to pierce this just as though they're trying. And I don't know exactly how they're going to try to do this. I don't know what they remedy they think that they're gonna get, they're gonna get over with. I mean, right now, their remedy for going around, um, innocent until proven guilty is to try to shut down a GoFundMe page for this young man so he can't raise money for his legal defense. They're trying to go around it by, um, lying and using the mainstream media to push out lies, to try to taint the jury in advance. They're trying to go around it right now by having big, take, 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 big tech uh, take down people's Facebook pages. But this loss to them today has them in a position where they're now going to be trying to see how they can use Congress as a way to get around it. And we've got to understand that that's that's where the next game is going or or maybe they're just going to get around it by even though even though somebody said on MSNBC today that the feds can't come in because it would have to be a civil rights case. And there's no civil rights violation here. They're trying to make it that by trying to declare that even though Rosenbaum, the the child rapist, Gross um, Grosskreutz who was the con- convicted burglar huber who tried to strangle his mother that even though they were white that these were quote so- social justice warriors there on behalf of J- jacob blake and black lives matter so that's the angle they're going to try to take to make this be about civil rights so and if they can if they can declare that a peanut butter and jelly sandwich is racist in this country and that that somebody having a work ethic and like they did at the at some history museum in D.C., that that's an example of white supremacy. It and
2: sounds silly, but it's spot on. It,
1: well, yeah, that that's where they're going to try to take this. We've got to keep our eye on the ball, right, and recognize that this is not over for us just because it may be over for Kyle Rittenhouse at this moment. Um, I'm going to take a break. When we come back. We're going to bring in Bob Walters. I'm going to wrap it up about Rittenhouse with him. Anything? Anything, you guys, if you feel like I've missed any key points here, uh, feel free to weigh in, 888-344-1170. Bob Walters is next.
0: The Andrea Kay Show, strictly adhering to and preserving our First Amendment. Follow Andrea on OurFreeNation.org. Just search Andrea K, Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E.
2: You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay show. I think the greatest uh, comment that I heard today um, or or joke today was I think it was Don Jr. who said um, that (laughs) uh, Joe Biden got two colonoscopies today. The second one was the Rittenhouse uh, being acquitted. I heard that. (laughs) That was awesome. All right. Before we bring in our our buddy Bob Walters, we're going to quickly go to the phones. Francisca is on the line and has a comment to make about the Rittenhouse verdict.
3: But I've been uh, outside on the streets since Bush. We uh, protest against illegal immigration. We have nobody protecting us. I saw Americans' heads cutting in half. We went home, and we went back to protest on the streets. I was in jail. Nobody
1: was for me. But this guy represents me. He won for us, and we need to keep it up. Awesome, great comment. So, um, yeah, I mean, we we if if we don't have good guys out in the streets protecting our property, protecting our lives, which we have every w- one of the things they tried to accomplish with this trial was to try to tell Americans that that we not only didn't have the right to defend ourselves and the right to bear arms and the right to use those in self defense, but that we didn't even have the right to go out in the streets while Black Lives Matter and Antifa or any other writer or pro- for whatever reason is burning down c- cities and beating people up and killing people. Uh, no we're just supposed to stay locked inside our homes, so that they're allowed to have free reign to enact their reign of terror. And no, we, what we need is more good people out there. If we're going to have these, vigi- the real vigilantes are those in black lives matter and Antifa, the Rosen bombs, the Hubers, the gross Those were the real vigilantes running around the streets, beating up people and, and uh, causing all kinds of mayhem. And we, we, if we don't have the police department and even if we do, they're underfunded, right? We need good men out there in America. To, to protect our cities and protect our lives. Thank you for calling, Francisca. I appreciate you. Yeah, you. All right, I'm going go to go uh, to my buddy Bob Walters get his take on this, and then we're going to give the, give you guys the update on all things education. Hey, Bob. Hello. Um, anything you want to share on this? I, I, there's just there's so many layers to what's going on with this story. You know, I'm kind of flashing on now the fact that. Um, they they not only want to de- keep men at home, locked inside, not able to go out and defend property, but they don't even want men to be men anymore, do they?
3: No, they don't. And, you know, that's just part of what the education system has done to our whole generation behind oh. us. And uh, they've created all these crazy heads and socialist-minded kids, and, and now they're adults. And they, they're dangerous on the streets against people like this Rittenhouse.
1: Yeah. And the indoctrination, we, you know, we've got this indoctrination going on in the schools, indoctrination going on in the media. And part of the indoctrination today is about trying to tell people that our rule of law is broken. Our court system is broken because it did not convict this young man. When what we need to be doing in our schools is we need to be educating kids that this is the great, it's not perfect, but it's the greatest justice system in the history of the world. Because what separates us from NOCO, what separates us from Castro's Cuba, what separates us from the USSR and all the other, you know, um, countries before the United States was founded is that we are granted we are considered innocent until proven guilty. And the burden of proof must be on the government. And the left doesn't want that. They want to come up with all these justifications to get into the minds of Americans to tell them you don't want that. You want the government to be able to railroad you. You want you want to be considered guilty until proven innocent. And so many Americans are so gullible and so caught up in emotions these days that they can't even understand the value of a system that says, look, it's better for a guilty person to go free than an innocent one being railroaded by the U.S. government. Yes?
3: You're right. It's sad but true. Yeah. I, I actually, I watched the broadcast today, and I, I was elated when I saw... That all four verdicts were innocent. That was wonderful.
1: Yeah, I was actually really surprised um, because there is, has been so much indoctrination of the minds of Americans. Uh, The narratives pushed out all day, every day. You had the president of the United States calling him a white supremacist. And uh, then the White House, just in the middle of jury deliberations, were calling him a vigilante. Uh, Media, big tech. Um, all of it, just the weight of the full far uh, left, not even far left, but the weight of the left, the full machinery of the cultural Marxist movement came uh, down on this man. And I just didn't believe that 12 Americans were going to stand up to the weight of it, but they did. Okay. Got to get into education. What's happening this week. What you got for us?
3: Okay. Well, we'll get to some good news first. Good. Uh, The Tennessee signs a law limiting Vaccine and mask mandates in schools and in private firms, which is good news. That's yep. excellent news. That's the 11th state in the country that's passed that kind of law. And the North Dakota governor signs a bill banning critical race theory from public schools throughout the state, effective immediately. That's good news.
1: <laughs> yes, for sure.
3: And then you got Virginia School Board orders libraries to remove all sexually explicit books in Fredericksburg, Virginia guess how many, 111 books were removed from the library because they were sexually explicit. I'd love to have seen one or two of those, just to verify how bad they are, but I'm sure they were.
1: From what we're hearing described by parents at school board meetings when they're seeing this pornography, like in the case here in San Diego, where we had this was, like, I think, last year you reported on success that some parents came to a school board meeting here and got this pornographic curriculum removed. Um, yeah. the, the images, um, the illustrations done in pencil drawings were so pornographic to remind you guys this was for seventh graders that the local news couldn't even show them on the news.
3: It's, it's really pathetic, Yeah. But beyond, there's another good news. Scottsdale Unified School District elected a new president after ousting the previous president, who was found to be keeping dossiers on parents critical of re- school district policies. He was taking photographs of the parents' license plates, checking their backgrounds for any bad issues, and doing other research that he could build a file on those that were coming before his board, and he was forced to resign. Good. And The new president was selected. But, but
1: that's great news. However, I do want to say that what they what he was doing is criminal, and the DOJ Merrick Garland instead of using the counterterrorism unit unit the FBI and the DOJ. See again, this goes to Kyle Rittenhouse. This is all tied in together, right? The FBI and the DOJ in cahoots, yeah. uh, in to use our justice system against Americans. Uh, instead of Merrick Garland using the FBI and the counterterrorism unit to go after to go after parents, how come they're not? How come this man hasn't been arrested? Right? That's
3: a good question. Yeah. I mean, you think about some of the other people that we've exposed in the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Bad as they were, and you finally got them to resign, but they, none of them ended up going to jail.
1: Right? No, no, no. They don't get written housed. They don't get. They don't get prosecuted.
3: No, sad. Anyway, uh, moving on. California community colleges have been overrun with fake students. I didn't realize this, which began during the shutdown in the past two years. Kim Rich, a woman professor of criminal justice at Los Angeles Pierce College, developed methods to catch this expanding practice which is done to get more funding for the schools and to aid students to get money in their hand. She found extensive fraud in her virtual classroom students with false IDs, numbers that were too close to each other, finding out they were the same class that they took the year before. And realizing the classwork was being turned in was done by someone other than the students involved.
1: OK, well, uh, uh, you know, let me interrupt there. OK, so that's that's the um, evidence there. I don't know who found that out or what mechanism they did, but this is tax fraud. Whoever perpetrated this needs I to be agree. prosecuted. Again, you know, we've got two sets of, uh, of laws in this country. Uh, one for the Democrats and the elites, uh, you know, get to do whatever they want to do. And, you know, anybody else gets prosecuted targeted for prosecution
3: well she was she's been so successful. The other colleges in in uh, southern california offered her to come and check their policies and she found that one-third to one-half of all the enrollments in <gasps> city colleges are fraudulent
1: one-third it's, to one-half
3: yeah uh, And, of course, they've been bragging about having record enrollment in the city colleges, but it turns out a big percent of them are false and phony, stealing money from the state.
1: Wow. This is a conspiracy.
3: Yeah. Because it's got to
1: be coordinated, right? I mean, somebody's implementing all this. Who's behind this? Where's the DOJ investigating this tax fraud? No, they want the IRS to come and investigate anybody who's got a bank account with more than $600 in it. That's the plan.
3: I'm afraid so. She might be a good one to interview on your show one yeah, of these days. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. Anyway, uh,
3: the Yale administrators now outnumber the entire student enrollment at Yale University, ten thousand two hundred versus ten thousand one hundred. That's amazing.
1: <laughs> what do these people? What do ten thousand administrators at Yale do? Why do you need one more than one administrator for every student?
3: I would agree. It's just like uh, obviously some kind of gravy train. They charge huge fees to the Yale students. And from the federal government, and uh, who knows what they're doing? Well, I mean, it's,
1: well yeah, because it's, it's like money laundering, right? And in a sense, because what's going on is that's one of the reasons why tuitions have skyrocketed because these bloated institutions, right, um, from their uh, f- their staffing levels and number of administrators to their facilities and all their perks and all this kind of stuff, and paying people like. Of Focahannis four hundred thousand dollars to teach one class, um, they get they get uh, you know state and federal money, and then these kids come out with degrees that are worthless and three hundred grand in, in student loan debt, and then we got to pay that off.
3: I agree. By contrast, Auburn University in Alabama has thirty eight hundred faculty and administrative staff versus twenty four thousand five hundred and five students. Okay. There's your contrast.
1: All right. Um, hat tip to Auburn. I mean, they're not LSU. My, uh, Auburn oh. is where, uh, my dad's side of the family. I went to Auburn because my dad grew up right next door to Auburn. So I'd be, I'd be curious to see how LSU, uh, is, uh, and compared to Auburn. See, that's how competitive I am.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I can do some research on more of the universities. Uh, I, nah, just... I don't
1: want to put you out. I, I just, I, I got, you know, I got family that went to Auburn. I I, I don't mean to hate on Auburn. Carry on.
3: <laughs> okay. University of Michigan launches Racial Justice Center with funds for non-white initiatives, offering a degree in master class in activism. That's <laughs> a degree. I don't know what you do with that kind of degree for a no, job.
1: Well, what you do is you roam the streets of Kenosha with a skateboard trying to hit people in the head with it. <laughs> and you know what? That didn't work out too well.
3: No, it didn't. And that, this, this equity thing, that they throw around a lot... People misconfuse that as being e- equality. It's not. Equity is the opposite of equality, and it's replaced uh, equality in many college campuses. The University of North Carolina offers a graduate program on anti-racism. University of Kentucky hired the Center for Healing Racial Trauma. <laughs> Paid them $200,000 a week to help students get their mind clear of racial trauma that they're experiencing which is like you're kidding me
1: what to get their minds clear i mean what do they do burn some burn some sage man that don't cost 200 a grand to burn some sage you know they can listen to a meditation tape you know for free i mean this is absolutely insane and this is and 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 a huge amount of taxpayers money is going for this
3: I agree. Just a complete waste.
1: It's it's insanity what's going on in, in uh, these colleges. I think it's time to take a break. I think it's a good okay. time to take a break. We come back. More with Bob Walters. Later on, we got a Hero of the weekend Stink of the Week and 888-344-1170.
0: Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter and Instagram at Andrea K Show, spelled K-A-Y-E. And connect with her on
2: OurFreeNation.org. A.K., Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego.
1: You know how sick the left is, is they are continuing to try to portray Rosenbaum, especially. They're trying to portray all three that were shot by rittenhouse As, um, you know, good citizens, good Americans, good people. When Rosenbaum was a child, convicted child rapist. How soon before they erect a statue to him, right? And paint murals from him. Let me tell you, he should have been smoked the second he was convicted of raping a child. That's that's when the, the trigger should have been pulled. In fact, I was telling Skins during the break. Uh, I actually saw, so did many people in Baton Rouge, uh, Gary Ploche shoot and kill the rapist of his child live on camera. When Dude Jeff Doucette was brought back uh, by the feds, he had, he had not just raped his child, but he grabbed him and kidnapped him. And, uh, when he was, when he was brought back uh, to Baton Rouge by the airport, Gary Ploche shot him in the ear and killed him. And you know what? He didn't spend a day in jail. And, and uh, justice was served then, and justice was served now. Got to continue with Bob. Walter. That's Louisiana, That's how we do it, in Louisiana. That's the way it should be done with child rapist.
3: he um, that in Alabama too, where I'm from.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, we Southerners. We don't. We, at least at, at that time. I don't know how it is down there now, but we don't. We don't. Ha- we don't uh, tolerate that kind of that kind of nonsense. But the left, they want to. They want to act like this person's a hero. In fact, the DA literally referred to them. Uh, all three, including Rosenbaum, as a hero. But let's pick up where we were at, Bob Walters, on your education stories. We were were we in college crazies because we were we were talking college crazy stuff.
3: College. I got one more item in college crazy. Okay. Harvard, which of course is one of the most liberal, top notch schools in the country, but very left wing, had a racially segregated theater performance of Macbeth in stride. Blacks <laughs> only were allowed into the theater for that show. I, I can't imagine how Martin Luther King would ever react to <laughs> when he was alive.
1: Bob well, I'm sorry uh, for laughing I, you know this is real serious for, stuff but why Macbeth? Why did they choose Macbeth to 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 make it to to segregate? I mean, is there something about the you're far smarter than I am. You probably know Shakespeare, I don't. I mean, can somebody explain to me why Macbeth is the is the theatrical production which they decided to segregate?
3: Well, they've got some black actors in that uh, play, but I guess they figured well, uh, let's only have blacks in there. I, I don't know why, what motivated their thinking that segregation is just fine.
1: Well, it wasn't like it was Othello. I mean, I, I don't understand. I, I don't understand this at all. It just goes to show <laughs> what school. This was Harvard. Yeah, it was Harvard. They're exactly. not even know. Well, you know what? They're not known necessarily for their theatrical, uh, you know, degrees. Are they? Um, But what they're known for is discriminating. They already lost a lawsuit brought by uh, the Asian students because of discrimination against them. So, you know, um, would you put a kid in Harvard? Would you pay that tuition? I wouldn't, Bob Walters.
3: I mean, they call us racist, but they are the ultimate racist so far as their activities and procedures.
1: Yeah, I don't sure. understand any parent, particularly a conservative, that would pay 80 grand to send a kid there. It, it, I don't understand why, why that outfit is even considered Ivy League or, you know, a top school at, at this point anymore. Because, it, you know, on the basis of academics, um, they you know, I mean, this is just, this is insane. I did hear the other day, um, I'm not sure if it was Harvard, but they've actually had sex week where they're actually instructing kids on how to have sex.
3: Well, that, that, that's been true in some of the sex education classes for some some months now.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Spend it's 80 terrible. grand. Spend 80 grand to have, you know, to have your kids be segregated out, not allowed to watch Macbeth, and to be taught yeah. how to have sex. It's yeah. crazy.
3: Anyway, faced with soaring D's and F's, schools are ditching the old ways of grading. Alhambra High School, as an example, has done away with points and grades entirely. The teachers there give students homework and give them multiple times to improve essays and classwork. He removed the teachers removed deadlines, corrective work, and behavior from the equation. They also wanted to close the achievement gap between the racial groups by eliminating all tests for any of the process in any of the classes. Well,
1: <laughs> so oh, yeah. how, how, what do they do all day? If, if I mean, what on what measure do you know whether or not somebody's learned anything?
3: Yeah, I guess it's subjective in the teacher's um, verbiage, I guess. The bad thing is Los Angeles and San Diego, your local school district, are directing teachers to base academic grades on whether the student have actually learned what was expected of them and not penalize them for behavior, work habits, or missed deadlines. That's good things to teach students.
1: Well, yeah. Yeah. First of all, deadlines is, is is about a quantitative measurement because everybody's got to get get their their um, their paper in by the same time, right? Everybody's got the same amount of time to to you know do the multiple choice test. So the deadline in the time frame is a part of the academic process and it's a part of the testing, right? Um, because that's that's a part of the measurement criteria. So um, it, it, what they're doing is they're setting these kids up to fail. It's not even just about it's it's about. Setting them up to fail, not just academically, but also at life. And this goes, this ties into the idea that uh, the Natural History Museum put out this whole thing about white supremacy and what white privilege is. And white privilege means uh, being achievement oriented. White privilege means people that show up on time. All these, all these, um, Character traits or traits, things that have to do with being a good worker, things that have to do um, with um, societies, right, society's rules and being a good citizen. And, a, and it, it, I'm not explaining it well. well I uh, got Hard to succeed in life. Yeah. I mean, the, these are basic, you know, if you've got a job that says your job starts at eight, you're supposed to be there at eight. The left is trying to make that type of a, a mindset that that's white supremacy. And that it's not appropriate. And it's because they want, they want to set up a system where kids don't have a future without being dependent on the government is ultimately what it's about. They're not interested in churning out kids that can read or write or add two and two, therefore that have any kind of skill that's usable in the workplace. They don't want kids to come out with any standards of behavior that make them attractive to an employer. So they're setting them up to have to be dependent on the state. And they're also then corrupting their minds by telling them um, that they're victims of the state. So they've got a sense of entitlement to go along with lack of any, any abilities and any skill and any work ethic.
3: That's true. Well, you got a middle school of students in Rockingham County, North Carolina. They were forced to stand up in class and apologize to their non-white classmates (sighs)
1: They're privileged. Wow. Sookie, sookie now.
3: Their heads. That's just
1: it's so That is so despicably racist. It is. Wow. Man. If my I mean, dad, the Marine, had heard that was going on in any school, man, he'd have been down there right quick. <laughs> he would, he'd have been looking like the great Santini if he ever saw that movie. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You know how he was? <laughs> they, they, they'd end up putting a picture up of him outside to, of outside the school. Don't let this man into our facility. The <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: final point i have is in Central High School in New York, Central High School District in New York State, uh, a grandma and two parents were arrested in the parking lot outside of a school board meeting, which cut them off from doing their input and shut the mic off so they couldn't speak anymore. They had gone to speak against a principal who molested dozens of boys, and posted bail and got out. He was still on full payroll <gasps> and was designated to come back into the school as uh, principal of the school location. Wow. So police arrested them as insurrectionists and took them to jail based on a complaint filed by the school board.
1: So yeah. the child molester, he's cool, he's still got pay, he's going to go back to his job, and the bad right. guys are the parents that don't want child molester molesting their kids.
3: That's really sad. The wow. grandma was and the two parents, I don't know who they were, but it's just pathetic. It shows terribly how bad things are going on in this country.
1: Well, yeah, particularly since what is that also tied to? What is that story also about? It's about a weaponized justice system, right? Yeah. That's using our courts and using our justice system against American citizens who are exercising their rights, whether it's your First Amendment right or whether it's your Second Amendment right or whether it's your your right to your body in terms of of making healthcare choices and you don't have a right to do it you're gonna, you' got you got to lose your job and you're not able to work right that's what that's what what's going on here, and they 've centralized now the plan is the play is to centralize all of their efforts through the Justice Department because they've got unelected bureaucrats uh at the FBI and the DOj judges that have lifetime appointments, George Soros funding all these d a races. This is this is 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 shifting. It's like the, the cultural Marxist mind game is in the schools and the weapon they've got to keep us to keep us down is the courts.
3: Yeah, I'm glad the parents are rising up, though, because yeah. we can't totally wait for another year or two before we get rid of Biden and his, no. his team. And, but at least they're beginning to rise up in lots of different areas of the country, which is great.
1: That's right, and and they're they're attempting to intimidate these parents for rising up with the um, uh, the FBI and the DOJ. But you've got to stay strong. You've got to be courageous, and we all have to. And we all have to get engaged. We we need to look to these parents that are going to these school board meetings and and being and 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 risking being arrested. Right? Uh, yeah. We've got to look at them at, at, as inspiration. And um as courageous heroes and we've got to support them
3: they really are and I, mm-hmm. I do support their effort wow yeah. but I, I urge everybody to get in touch with schoolchoiceinitiative.org and get involved start fasting a petition to get that school choice ballot on the me, um, measure on the ballot and let's get it elected against the teachers union
1: all right
3: and also wethekids.us. Mm-hmm. dot us great organization to get information for your kids to get the right kind of training uh, at home, even after public school. So
1: Awesome. All right, my dear. Well, thank you so much for being here. Have a great weekend.
3: You too. Take All right. care.
1: All right. Now, y'all stay tuned. we got Here of the Week and Stink of the Week coming up.
0: Bringing you 21st Century Common Sense. It's the Andrea Kay Show.
2: Connect with the show at OurFreeNation.org ak dynamite and address or just andrea k whatever you call her don't call her fake news it's the andrea k show on the answer san diego
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. show. Another news and in, in, in the running for uh, Stink of the Week is a Republican National Committee Chairwoman Ronna McDaniel. You know, you remember Miss Ronna. She collected hundreds of millions of dollars back in November and December of 2020 to fight the election fraud around the country. Um, only spent pennies of it to hire a law firm in Pennsylvania that quit. I think it was Jones Day, Revis and Pogue. And um, then she actually was on vacation in January during the Georgia Senate uh, runoff elections. Well, she has said today painfully, Joe Biden won the election and it's very painful to watch. He's the president. We know that. McDaniel told reporters at a Christian science monitor breakfast in Washington. Um, She went on to say about Trump. If he left the party, Republicans would lose. He has built our party. He has added a new base. Um, I think every Republican right now should be talking about 2022. I'm not talking about anything else. You know what, lady? We're going to keep talking about you and the rest of this Republican establishment who continues to lie to the base, who continues to work with the Democrats. All you do is lie and suck up money from the base, pretending that you care about conservative causes in the Trump and MAGA and America First agenda. Shame on you. And shame on anybody that continues to give the Republican leadership a dime. Right. We had the theft of a presidential election and all of Americans are suffering under the weight of it right now. 13 Americans died over in Afghanistan. Which was a planned event for them to have an excuse under the guise of that chaos to shuttle in 100,000 Afghanis here. We with an untold number of them that are Taliban Islamic terrorist sympathizers, if not Islamic terrorists themselves. We've got an invasion at our southern border. We've got 5 dollars a gallon 5 dollars a gallon of gas. People can't afford to feed their kids. You disgust me. And but for a, an assistant district attorney in Kenosha, Washington who I don't know how many through I don't know how many acts of prosecutorial misconduct proceeded to try to railroad an innocent young man, you'd be my stink of the week. Sorry for yelling. I was
2: no, don't, don't don't be sorry. She is my stink of the week. It's absolutely disgusting what the, the, the filth that she thinks that is coming out of her mouth and that's valid. She's stabbed every conservative in the back.
1: Absolutely. And let me tell you, I will take a Democrat any day of the week because they're honest about being my enemy over somebody that looks in my face And pretends to be on my side. And then
2: stabs us in the back.
1: All the while. Yeah, all the while. Stabbing us and twisting that knife that's in our back. What was signed into law? Some $2 trillion that's about centralizing power against me? Through this administration lady? What they're planning to do with the IRS? How about the communist that they put forth to be the comptroller of our currency that wants to take away private banking? That's what you've enabled. Do I have a hero this week? Um, My hero of the week is Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, he's a hero to me. And you want to know why? Because the left, as well as a lot of rhinos today, are going out of their way to say he may not be guilty, but he's not a hero. We got to make sure that you people out there don't think that anything he did was right on, like uh, going to protect property like exercising his second amendment rights like being very careful that when he was under attack that he had that he he did the right thing didn't shoot aimlessly around no he defended himself against a child rapist against a man who tried to strangle his mother to death and against another convicted felon who pointed a gun in his face and and joked to a friend of his that he was just that he just didn't happen to get to unload the glock in time
2: he acted like a real American.
1: He's a real American. You damn right he's a hero to me. I'm s so, I am I, I shouldn't be you know what, let's talk about how we're gonna celebrate this weekend. Although you know what, I gotta remember that I'm celebrating for him today, but we got a lot of work to do. It's far
2: from over, not even That's close. Right.
1: And and I saw on CNN, uh, on the monitor here, oh, they're trying to act sympathetic. They're concerned for him that the people on the right are going to try to use him to make money from him. I want him to make money. I want CNN, MSNBC, Joe Biden. I want so many of the people that went for him to be crushed financially for what they've done. See you Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out.